Leading Sport Stories of the Day on SAFM. And we are joined on the line now by the CEO of SA Hockey, Marisa Langeni, who joins us just to talk about the team's, team's performances at the AFCON in Ghana. Good evening, Marisa. Thanks for taking our call and congratulations. Good evening, Tabi. So thank you so much for the opportunity to chat. Thank you. For those maybe who don't follow, what's the significance of winning AFCON? Uh, very significant. Uh, this is the pinnacle tournament uh, for hockey on the continent, um, and hence it's the, it's the Africa Cup of Nations. It's, it's the one event, Tabiso, where we are able to collect maximum points that are available um, from a continental championship. In fact, we collect more points at a continental event than we would at uh, a World Cup. So a very significant tournament, um, something that we, we always aspire to achieve to ensure that our teams maintain their, their global rankings and to obviously contribute to developing the sport on our beautiful continent. Wonderful. And I know the teams have been defending champions. They've won it numerous times, but you still have to go there and play and win it. It's not won on paper, especially in these days of COVID. Absolutely not. I think the challenges uh, keep mounting, um, whether it's it's a funding challenge or, as you mentioned, Mm. uh, COVID. Um, You know, you keep preparing for a tournament and you're not sure if it's going to take place or if it's not going to. Um, You're not sure what the protocols are going to be on the other side when you land. Will there be quarantine, um, etc.? So, it's, it's been a, a strange period for, for the sports sector at large. We were very fortunate that um, Ghana, as, as one of the, the, the continental leaders with regards to not um, blocking or having a travel ban against South Africa when, when there was a rise, obviously, in Omicron, um, and hence that tournament was kept alive always by that knowledge. So we knew that it was going to take place. Our teams prepared um, understanding that the event would continue, um, and and we were successful in in obviously defending our championship in spite of the background and and the challenges that that teams experience around the COVID time. And what were the makeup of our teams, Marisa? Were we able to send the best available players? Absolutely, we are very fortunate that um, in both teams we've got a marvelous amount of depth. Um, there were some some names which I think um, uh, people would have recognized out of the Tokyo teams that were not available for this particular tournament, purely based on a conflict in scheduling between the Indoor World Cup, which was scheduled to take place um, mm. early February um, in, in Belgium. Mm. Um, and obviously, you know, coaches had to, 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 to grapple to, to find players um, to fill their own teams. And we as South African hockey took the decision that we wanted to field the best possible players for both events. Unfortunately, events got ahead of, of ourselves um, with the travel ban still remaining in place um, in Belgium and the tournament only being called off the week the team was meant to travel to, to Ghana. So there were some names that were not on the final team entry. Um, we did have some incidences with COVID in both teams and um, fortunately, in the planning, we had actually started these discussions with, with our coaching staff end of November, early December, and we said, plan for the following eventualities. You might not have access to all of your players because we might have to split the teams, or we might pick up one or two COVID cases, plan accordingly. So they worked with very big squads, um, and they maintained those squads up until um, the last final date when we knew who was testing negative and who was cleared to travel medically. 
Yeah, and 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 the men's team. I mean, had a tough one against e- 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 um, uh, Egypt, but we've seen this team is growing. This teams we even saw at the Olympics. These teams are growing from strength to strength. How impressive were they? Extremely impressive. I think um, there was such a, a wonderful momentum that came off the Tokyo Olympic Games, um, which has really been spurning this team on. Um, and of course, we revel a challenge against um, the other continental giants, which is Egypt. Um, I always say, Tabiso, it's a great pity that um, Africa only has one slot available to Mm. it at the World Cup. And I think it's something that the FIH has been grappling with um, for some time. At a junior World Cup level, we are fortunate that Africa has two slots, but at a senior level, it remains just one slot. So always unfortunate for, for Egypt. They always come so close in terms of contesting the SMN team. But, of course, I can only speak from my side. Absolutely thrilled that um, the contest remains strong continentally, Mm. but that our team always comes out on top. And that final, if you didn't see it, it went to penalty, to penalty shootouts with South Africa beating Egypt 3-1. The first time since 05 from what I heard that a final has gone to a penalty shootout. So when then are these World Cups then, Marisa, that they've now qualified for? Yes, the women will head off to uh, either the Spain or Netherlands. We're just waiting for the final fixtures and the final teams to, to, to finalize their qualification period, which will be the end of, of January. But the Women's World Cup will take place from the 1st to the 17th of July, 2022. Mm -hmm. Um, Next on their agenda would then be the Commonwealth Games, Mm -hmm. which is 28th July to the 8th of August. The men, on the other hand, their World Cup is only in January 2023. So they have a good period now in terms of preparation um, for that event. And they have a wonderful tournament called the FIH Pro League, which happens on our shores. Um, starting the 8th of February until the 21st of February. They will be playing the world's best at home in that period. You'll see Germany, Netherlands, India all descending um, in Potchefstroom. We have one more team still to be to be confirmed as we had a withdrawal from Canada, but that confirmation will happen um, tomorrow. I can confirm at this point that it's another top-ranking team, so that will be a wonderful event for us to host um, at home. Um, also part of the Pro League fixtures, the men travel to Argentina in, I mean, in April, um, and they'll play a two-test match series there. In June, it will see them traveling to England, Belgium, and Spain to take on those teams, which will then be the final phase of, of Season 3 of the Pro League for our teams. They will then join the women's team at the Commonwealth Games on the 28th of July. Okay, so, so this tournament in Pochestrom, is it the one that was supposed to take place last month? Um, no, 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 no. So the, the tournament that was initially supposed to take place last month is the Junior World Cup, which yes. is our under-21 tournament. Um, the Pro League is, is a separate um, tournament oh. that the FIH started about three years ago. It's supposed to be competing against the Super 14s, if you look at rugby, etc. So this is a signature event um, for the top-tier teams globally. And our men's team, based on their performance at, at um, 20. Uh, 2020 in Tokyo were invited to participate in this in this event. So mm. wonderful achievement. Um, it saw them obviously going into the top 10 in Tokyo, and with their result now in Egypt, they've retained their position in the top 10 in terms of rankings. Mm. So a great testament to the talent that we have in the men's team, and a wonderful opportunity to participate in the pro league. And then that Junior World Cup, then, was it able to be rescheduled, the one that was due to take place in Porch? 
Yes, fortunately, I think um, the nerves have all calmed down globally around uh, Omicron. Omicron. Um, and the fact that, you know, the travel bans have been lifted in most countries. Um, there's now limited restrictions in terms of movement. Um, that event has now been rescheduled to April. Um, and we're very fortunate that, that it remains intact and that the players that have been working so hard in the last 24 months can still have that opportunity to participate at, at a junior showcase on our shores. And with everything coming up for the teams, um, Marisa, no, we've, we've spoken about the funding and the challenges previously, and they never seem to go away. What kind of support are you getting as a federation? What kind of support do the players get then when they have to play in all these competitions? Fortunately, Tabi, so, you know, we, we had a lot of support from, from some of our current partners mm-hmm. um, in the build-up to Tokyo. Um, some events that we had scheduled could not take place due to teams not wanting to travel ahead of the Tokyo Games. We were able to retain some of that funding and to ring fence it, especially now for the teams that had to travel to Ghana. Um, we covered all of those expenses. Um, with the men um, participating in the Pro League and South Africa hosting that tournament, we've also secured wonderful partners um, that will cover a lot of that cost. Um, and the association will then obviously absorb the rest but always looking for funding. As I've said before, it costs us between 1.5 million and 2 million rands to send a team internationally to any series. So you can just work it out. Having to send the women to the World Cup in July and the men to their World Cup in January 2023, we will be needing additional support. As usual, we go to current partners and we definitely are looking for new partners um, to support us in, in these adventures for the team. Okay, wonderful. We're always here to give you a platform when you need it, Marisa, especially with the teams doing so well. But we thought we should call you and just highlight what they've achieved at their, at their AFCON in Accra, Ghana. Thank you so much. Really, really appreciate it. Thanks. Are they back? Are they back home? They land at 4 a.m. tomorrow morning. Oh, it's going to be hard to go to the airport at 4 a.m., but but we'll <laughs> see if we can give Pum, Pumze a, a call, uh, Pumilele Mbande, a call of one of the players. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thanks, Marisa. SA okay. Hockey CEO Marisa Langen is speaking to us about the success of or successes of our... Oh, you see, now the English finals are really gone on this Monday. Success or successes of our teams. Um, the, the, the men's team and the women's team winning their respective AFCON tournaments in Accra, Ghana. Well done uh, to them. Um, as I said, that match against against Egypt, Egypt always the tough one, wasn't easy. And with only one spot for Africa um, for the World Cup, uh, it's, a remarkable, it's a great performance from our great performances from our teams.